0: You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is May 17th, 2021. My name is Philip Rossmann. I'm the expert insight editor over at Orlando Of course, follow me on Twitter at Philip R underscore O M D. On today's episode of Locked On Magic. The Magic season is finally over. We'll talk about the Orlando Magic's loss to the Philadelphia 76ers, one final box score, and what comes next. The hope that now lives in the Orlando Magic and their offseason. We'll talk about all that coming up here in just a moment before we do any of that. I do want to remind Joel, you to check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On podcast. I work with searching every download podcast for Locked On and the team we are looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, this podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows your team, who knows our team best. Want the lowdown on the Philadelphia 76ers as they prepare for their playoff series? Check out Locked On Sixers. No matter who your team is, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or college too, there is a Locked On podcast for you to search for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Don't forget too, the NBA playoffs are almost here, so don't miss the big storylines and team previews you can find every day on the Locked On NBA podcast. Follow the Locked On NBA podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. There is no doubt that there was nothing to gain from winning Sunday's game. Um, It was just one of those games where, for the franchise, it would be more beneficial to lose. The 76ers had nothing to play for, nothing to gain. And it was just a game where everyone's just trying to get to the end. Uh, Honestly, the only reason they're playing the game is because it's on the schedule. Now, the Magic as they've done for a good chunk of their time since the trade deadline, essentially played with one arm behind their back. You know, obviously, Terrence Ross, James Ennis, Michael Carter-Williams, Chumo Kiki, all those players did not travel there out for the season. Wendell Carter suffered a left eye abrasion uh, against the Atlanta Hawks in the second game of this road trip. Oh, sorry, no, I suffered a left eye abrasion a few weeks ago. Um, Played one or two games on this trip and then sat out. RJ Hampton tweaked his ankle. No reason to push him. He sat out this final game too. To say the least, the Magic, like they did in 2018, did everything they could to put a roster out there designed to lose. They wanted young players to get a little bit of playing time, but essentially only nine players were available. Only nine players were available for the Magic. And frankly... This was not a team designed to win. Then again, neither were the 76ers. Anyone of consequence with the Philadelphia 76ers sat. And so frankly, as I thought would be the case, everything was up in the air. Who the heck knew what was going to happen? The Magic could get hot. They could win the game. The Magic could stay cold. They could lose the game. It's really that simple. The Magic... Saw plenty to be encouraged by and excited about, for sure. Gary Harrison, 14 minutes, did some good things. Cole Anthony just went on a huge scoring binge, nearly single-handedly bringing the Magic back into the game in the first quarter, keeping them in the game and helping them take a lead in the second quarter, and then keeping things interesting and away from blowout territory for the second half. Orlando took as much as an 8-point lead in the first half, and look like they might steal one against a Sixers team that was equally playing with one arm tied behind its back. Because again, the result of this game did not matter to them. And really, neither team cared... About, I mean, I wouldn't say neither team cared about winning, but in the big picture of things, winning did not matter. But the Magic, they played hard. Give them all the credit in the world for that. Very clearly... It's just not a group that had played a lot together, very clearly not a group that had difference makers who could take on scoring roles when needed, except for Cole Anthony, of course. And very clearly a team that, you know, when trouble hit, when shots stopped falling, couldn't keep up. Magic will have a lot to, lot of work to do, but that is for the offseason. That is for a roster that is healthy. This was not a healthy roster. Anything you could learn from this game is moot, is irrelevant. This was just a game to finish out the schedule. The Orlando Magic lost 128 to 117. They played pretty well for good long chunks of this game. And Cole Anthony, again, carried the team for much of it, scoring a career high 37 points, including 13 in the first quarter and 23 in the first half. But Orlando just unable to defend. Give up 32 points in the first quarter, 39 points in the third quarter. Just not enough to stay in the game. I wish I could give you more insight. I wish I could say there was more to this game. But frankly, I'm just happy the season's over. It has been a rough season. It has been a long season. It has been a difficult season. And I think we're all happy that it's done. That there's no more games. That's the reality of it. That's the truth of it. That we're just happy to be done with this god-forsaken season. There was one last prize at the end, though. One last little bit. The Magic did their part to fall to 21-51 and 51 and guarantee themselves at least the third-best odds at winning the lottery. The Oklahoma City Thunder decided to give the Magic one more gift. And a game that the LA Clippers also wanted to lose, so that they could avoid the Lakers in the first round, perhaps, or, and avoid the Lakers in the second round, perhaps, too. The Clippers lost to the Oklahoma City Thunder. The Magic are in sole possession of the third-worst record in the league, giving them the best odds to win the lottery. A 14% chance at the top pick, 140 number combinations in the lottery, and a 54.1% chance of landing in that coveted top four. If the Magic's ultimate goal at the trade deadline was both to reset the franchise with a bunch of young players, but also to give them the best chance of getting the number one pick, congratulations, the Magic did it. A season well tanked. The Magic have the top odds at winning the NBA Draft Lottery. They did their job. And as several people noted, no matter what you thought about the Magic winning or losing games at certain points of the season, they took care of their business at the end of the day. This team was not good enough. And finally, we can begin to rebuild and look ahead. That's what we'll talk about coming up here in just a moment as the Orlando Magic fall to the Philadelphia 76ers, 128-117. to Before we dive into the box score, though, You're the hiring expert for your company and what you really need is help making your shortlist of quality candidates. You need a hiring partner who helps make your life easier. You need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three. Post, screen, and interview all on Indeed. Get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster. Only pay for the candidates that meet must-have qualifications and schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboard. Indeed makes connecting with and hiring the right talent fast and easy. With tools like Indeed Instant Match, giving you quality candidates whose resume on Indeed fits your job description immediately, and Indeed Skills Test that on average reduces hiring time by 27%. You can choose from more than 130 skills tests, then add your must-have requirements so you only pay for applications that meet them. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. If you're hiring, you need Indeed. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com/locked. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com/locked. Indeed.com/locked. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply. One final time, let's run through the box scores. The Orlando Magic fall to the Philadelphia 76ers 128 to 117 in their final game of the season. We'll talk about the future implications of all this coming up here in just a moment. The Orlando Magic, you know, actually play a really good offensive game. They, they go out uh, on a little bit of a blaze of glory 35 for 41 from the foul line, 47.4% shooting, 10 for 28 from beyond the arc. The star of the night, unquestionably, Cole Anthony. 37 points career high there. Eight rebounds, two assists, 10 for 25 shooting, three for nine. From beyond the arc, 14 for 14 from the foul line. Um, Look, this was Cole Anthony's game. It was always going to be his game. He had, uh, I think, very early on, he was trying to get everyone involved and really struggling, and the offense was stuck. Um, The Magic fell behind early, and then Cole Anthony just took over. He scored 23 of those 37 points in the first half, 13 of them in the first quarter. Really just took over this game. and, And, you know, the Magic were okay without him. Um, but he was just a dynamic player, able to get into the paint whenever he wanted. Obviously, got to the line plenty of times, making shots. Just you know, playing a really strong, solid game. Again, uh, I I don't want to read too much into anything uh, here. You know, Cole Anthony plays 37.50, so they played him plenty of time, plenty of time in this game. I don't want to dive too deep. You know, is this a real 37 points? Probably not. Not the most efficient night for him. Um, you know, six turnovers is something that he pointed out to after the game as, as something that he'd like to improve on. Um, it was, it, it, it was a, a, you know, it was just a, a it was a great scoring performance um, in a game where there wasn't a whole lot of defense being played. Um, you know, I don't, and obviously everyone's just trying not to get hurt. And, you know, Anthony did his job. Uh, And, and, you know, he's obviously had a lot of really encouraging moments throughout the course of the season. Um, You know, I I think all of us are really, really excited about what Cole Anthony can become. And and this is obviously a huge offseason for him to continue growing and continue building on some of these skills. He has to improve as a three-point shooter, especially if he wants to kind of take that next step. Um, But, you know, Anthony played the way that, you know, we all thought he could play. Uh, coming out of high school and certainly coming out of North Carolina. Um, you know, he is capable of having these big games, and that's that's important to see. Um, you know, I think someone made the point earlier in the year, you know, when, when pertaining to Mo Bamba and some of the games that he had, that, you know, look, Mo Bamba might not be the, uh, like, sixth overall pick good, but, like, Mario Ozonia never had games, had big games like Mo Bamba had big games. Um, so the fact that Cole Anthony can have these kinds of games, especially as a rookie, I and mean, rookies do get a little leeway, um, I think is a positive sign overall for the team. So, a lot to like there. Unfortunately, honestly, just just not a lot else to take from this game. Um, you know, Dante Hall had 14 points, 10 rebounds, 4-for-6 shooting. Um, you know, uh, Dante Hall is really good at running the floor, being kind of a, a pesk on the on the glass, and just kind of this bundle of energy. He showed that all in this game. Mortz Wagner with 14 points on 4-for-5 shooting, including 5-for-6 from the foul line. You know, just a... Uh, you know I, I wouldn't say it was a a, a like stellar Moritz Wagner game but it was a certainly a capable one um Gary Harris with seven points on three for five shooting uh, you know played only 14 minutes he was always uh, going to be on a minute restriction in this game uh again it is it, clear that he's gonna function really well on this team once they're at full once they're at fuller strength um Jason Randall I thought 11 points four for seven shooting. You can say what you want about Jason Randall, and obviously, you know, the Magic relied on him for a lot more than they probably should have, but he's at least a two-way player in this league, and, and you know, he showed uh, that he's a capable shooter. Um, you know, maybe not the best point guard, but uh, and certainly not a great defender, but certainly someone that can that can hit shots from beyond the arc and, and play a little pick-and-roll and do a little playmaking. Again, that, that's, that's what we saw in this game, so nothing too special. I, I would say really the only kind of disappointing performance for me it was Mo Bomba nine points, six rebounds, four assists, three for ten shooting, two for five from beyond the arc. Um, you know, obviously, no Joel Embiid. Uh, this was a game that was sort of tailor made for Bomba to kind of break out a little bit. And if the Magic were going to win, it was going to come because Bomba hit a bunch of threes because Dwight Howard wanted nothing to do with being out on the perimeter. Um, and Bomba missed some shots early. Um, you know, two for five from three is not terrible. Um, three for ten is, um, you know, it, it, it didn't feel like Bomba really asserted himself. You know, I think he was. Game to defend and game to try and protect the rim, but again, Bamba's got a lot of work to do. Um, you know, probably no player needs a better offseason than Mo Bamba at this point. Um, and uh, I think that I think that undoubtedly, you know, obviously, you know, Mo's on thin ice here. Um, you know, uh, with 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 th- with at least his tenure at the Magic, if not, you know, outright Magic probably won't be too upset if they have to trade him for for something. Um, it, it, Obviously, contract year for Mo. Um, You got to see him kind of put some of those pieces together that we saw over the course of the final stretch of games, uh, and make that into something real. Uh, And and I think that's that's still going to be the big question for Mo. Again, Magic did plenty offensively. Forty-seven point four percent shooting, thirty-five for forty-one from the foul line, one hundred seventeen total points, sixteen turnovers. The only the only bad mark, including six from Cole Anthony. The Sixers just scored a lot too. 128 points, 48.9% shooting, 19 for 40 from beyond the arc. Isaiah Joe hit 4 for 10. Tyrese Maxey and George Hill and Shake Milton each had 3. Maxey, the rookie, 30 points as well. 6 assists, 7 rebounds, 11 for 19 shooting. Did a much better job filling up the box score than Cole Anthony. That again, I think it's fair to say that the Sixers had more weapons around him than Cole Anthony did. Um, 17 points each for Isaiah Joe and Wakiva Native. Our a Popka native, uh, Paul Reed. Paul Reed with 17 points, 12 rebounds, the G League MVP. Again, there isn't a whole lot to say about this game. This is really about the future, and that's what we're going to spend the rest of the show talking about as the Orlando Magic fall to the Philadelphia 76ers, 128-117. to 117. Before we get into the future, though, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. The NHL Stanley Cup playoffs have started and the NBA playoffs are right around the corner. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting news, sporting needs, excuse me, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Today's podcast, also brought to you by our pals at Built Bar. Did you know that there are nine delicious Built Bar flavors, plus the occasional limited time flavors that come out every so often? I am not a protein bar person. I do not like protein bars. Um, usually, when you go to the store, they're these you got kind of off—you know, these these off-kilter flavors that you, you know that says cookies and cream. Doesn't really taste like cookies and cream. You definitely feel like you're tasting, a, or you're eating a protein bar. And don't you dare look at the nutrition facts. You're eating a meal replacement bar. Most protein bars that I've experienced, at least, are meal replacement bars. They're not meant for snacks. They're not meant for supplementing workouts. They're meant for real serious workout people. Who are who need like five meals a day or seven meals a day or whatever it is. You and I don't need that. We don't need seven meals a day. We need three with some snacking in between. That's why Built Bar is the protein bar for you. There's something for everyone. All the flavor, all the flavors are covered in 100% chocolate, and and come and literally the flavors taste exactly like they're like they say on the box. Most of all, Built Bars are healthy too. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories. Only 4 grams of sugar and only 4 grams of net carbs. A few of them have a little bit more, but all of them stay under 200 calories per bar. That's exciting. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. And if it's not clear from everything I've said, this last game didn't matter. Um, there's nothing to learn, nothing to gain from it. It was just on the schedule. It had to be played, and it's done. The season is now over. The Orlando Magic finishing at 21-51. and Third worst record in the NBA, which earns them that prize, the top pick, or the uh, top odds, to win the NBA draft lottery. Hopefully that lands in the, the top pick, but... The top odds to win the NBA draft lottery. I'm not going to go into which numbers you should be cheering for. Suffice it to say, if it has a one, it's probably bad. Um, Jeff Weltman was at the game on Sunday. Um, at the, toward the end of the broadcast on Valley Sports Florida, they panned over to him. Gave us, gave us a good long shot of the Magic's decision maker and president of basketball operations. The man who will have the final say, or the big say, in what happens next. This was undoubtedly a frustrating season from the beginning. Whether it was the injury to Jonathan Isaac in August, whether it was the promising start that gave way to the injury to Markel Fultz, to the injuries that just kept piling up and piling up and piling up, losing more than 400 games to injury, more than any other team by a mile in this league. The Magic made the decision to reset, to restart. Trading their all-star Nikola Vucevic, trading Evan Fournier and Aaron Gordon, their three top scorers all gone in a single day. The Magic decided their, their present was no longer good enough and that only the future mattered. Getting to that point, getting to the point where hope could spring, Took a lot of pain. It was not a decision that I'm sure was taken lightly, but it took a lot of pain to get here. Being one of the worst teams, or having one of the worst records in the league, and and being one of the worst teams since the trade deadline, is not easy. And we spent our time after the trade deadline trying to figure out how to get something valuable out of it. You know, watching Chumokiki Kiki play better, watching Cole Anthony develop, watching young guys flourish with the opportunity they were given. Hoping that there were signs they could coalesce together. But the bottom line is, since the trade deadline, there hasn't been a lot to learn. There hasn't been a lot that we can tie together and say, this is who the Magic are. The Magic did their job. To be sure, the Magic... Were happy to disadvantage themselves. They understand that this is likely a draft that is worth being bad for. That is, you know, cal- if there is a calculation for the Magic to make the moves they did, it was because this draft was worth it. And to have two potential top ten picks in this draft is a victory for the Orlando Magic. It's a victory in itself. The Magic have every reason and every hope that they will get the benefit or get the fruit that comes from being so terrible. And that their restart will get a jump start. But right now all they have to sell is that optimism, is that hope. Yes, Jonathan Isaac will come back, probably by the start of next season. And Who knows what he will look like, but he is a potentially all-defensive team player, an elite skill-level player in this league. The Magic will get Markel Fultz back at some point next season, a player that they're very high on still that has a ton of talent. Everyone will have another year under their belt, whether it's Wendell Carter, you know, knowing that he has a more secure role or a new environment for him to grow in, or Cole Anthony or Chumo Kiki building off their rookie years, or RJ Hampton building off his rookie year. The Magic will have a training camp and time to plan and prepare in a way that they didn't this year and certainly not after the trade deadline. Hopefully a season that returns to normalcy will allow the Magic to find their footing once again. But all that is so far away. All of that, a lot of it gets determined on June 22nd at the NBA Draft, draft Lottery. That feels very, very far away still. But it's there. It's there. That hope that a better tomorrow is on the way. A lot of pressure is on Jeff Weltman. So much of what the Magic decided to do with the trade deadline was built on winning this lottery. Of cashing in on this draft class. And at least for their part, for this season, the Magic put themselves in in the absolute best place and best spot they can be in to cash in. To get that pick. To get that opportunity at a truly franchise-making player. If the draft experts are to be believed. They've done all they can to get there. but Now the pressure is squarely on Jeff Weltman to deliver, to put this team in that better spot. This season was hell. This season sucked. It was terrible. And, frust- and, and, and not just because the team was bad, it was just frustrating to see a team that had that potential, that had that promise, to have the ability to be better, to grow off of what they've accomplished over the last two years and to see it taken away from them not because they weren't good enough, because they just weren't available. But Jeff Weltman has said in almost every media availability he's had since the trade deadline, he feels that this is a very exciting time to be a Magic fan. Undoubtedly, and and it's hard to argue with him, this team's ceiling is higher now than it was back in February or back in March. There is more talent. There is more opportunity for growth. There are more players that seem like they can be major NBA players. Still maybe no star, but major NBA players. That still feels like he's selling us something to make us believe that this is truly an exciting time. The bottom line is this, whether this season was worth it, whether all this pain was worth it, whether Jeff Weltman made the right calculation in making those trades and pushing this team and hitting reset and pushing this team to the back of the line, we don't know that until June 22nd. We don't know that until the ping pong balls are drawn. We just don't know that yet. But all fans want to hear at this point. This point, this day after the season ends. Is that there is hope for the future. That this team can get better. That there is a way, that there is a path forward. That was always the lesson that I said throughout this entire thing. Throughout this entire time. That as long as you have a path forward... You are on the right track. And the moment that path forward closes, that's when you need to pull the plug. That's when you need to rebuild. That's when you are stagnating. Personally, I still believe there was a path forward with the old group. Maybe not entirely. Probably with just Nikola Vucevic, with the young players the Magic have. But I understand the reasoning behind what the Magic did. I will admit to still being uncomfortable that essentially the Magic's future comes down to a coin flip. But for today, there is that hope that the 2022 season and beyond will be a whole lot better. The Magic have put themselves in the position with the young talent they have and the draft capital they've accumulated. They've put themselves in position to have hope again. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Stitcher, your tune in Himboy, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at philip underscore And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Don't forget to also check out the Locked on Today podcast on today's episode of Locked on Today. How worried should Lakers fans be about their road back to the NBA Finals? They got to go through the Golden State Warriors in the play-in tournament first, and then date with—well, if they can win the play-in tournament—a date with the Utah Jazz or the Phoenix Suns ahead of them. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Lockdown Magic. For Orlando Magic Alien Lockdown Magic, this has been Phil and Michael Zell, next time for another episode of Lockdown Magic.